You're very welcome to another edition of the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our hosts at BetBright. Uh, we've been away for a few weeks, but we are back and in full effect. And I'm delighted to say we've got leading jockey Nico de Boinville on this week's podcast. And he talks to us about Altior and also a few other horses he's looking forward to coming up towards the Cheltenham Festival. Now, we couldn't have this week's podcast without our uh, extra guest in the studio. But first of all, say hello to Demo. How are you? Hey Dean, how are you? Yeah, very well. And of course, Disco won at the weekend, so that means Chris Reed is back. Yeah, um, delighted to be back. Don't think I would have been invited back without Disco winning, but uh, yeah, that's, it's good to be here. That that's is fact, true. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. true. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Yeah, so uh, yeah, well done to Disco, and uh, well, well done to Chris Reed. We will start actually, as we normally do, used to the format by now, um, talking about the past few weeks of racing and the weekend that was at Leopardstown. Uh, we may as well start. Seeing as you're here, Chris, Disco won, and uh, all talk was, I think, before when we spoke about him being a, mm. an RSA horse or a four-miler. I don't think we ever threw the JLT into the mix, but talk to me about what he did at the weekend. Yeah, I, I suppose different opinions were going around. So some people said he needed to go back and trip. Uh, some people said that he needed to step up and trip. But uh, Noel Mead has, has nailed this one. So um, I suppose the nicest thing ever for me in racing is seeing a grey lobbing along in front. Uh, jumped like an absolute buck as well he made one kind of silly mistake nothing too major but um, yeah look very impressive I'm delighted for Sean Flanagan as well I thought it, like about a minute into the race I think I text you guys saying what is he doing here because uh, I wasn't so sure that he was doing the right thing but absolutely take that back seriously impressive um, and by all means looks like going to the JLT uh, I give him a second favourite chance absolutely well he will face up against York Hill so we think but the yeah. way he was ridden there and something that made you reference it at the start of the race was they just went gung-ho and off we go and they, he never looked like being caught I thought he was very impressive he stepped up a level yeah absolutely has stepped up a level um, like I've, I had a good few quid on him for the RSA each way so uh, I, I called that one wrong and unfortunately I didn't get any of the 16 or 18 to 1 or, uh, about those on the JLT but yeah look 8, eight to 1 7 to 1 squeak now some bookies are 5 to 1 um, but um, I, I'm not sure I'd go in at that kind of prices now at this stage but look very impressive I'm delighted for, for, for Noel Mead I think it's his first grade 1 winner in a, lot, in a few years like, um, and the first one for Sean Flanagan so I'm delighted yeah, it's great for Sean Flanagan. Demos, you don't know what that feeling is like to talk up a horse and have him finally come good, but you must be delighted for Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gertine. Um, the, uh, yeah, yeah. Zabana. Yeah, no, Gertine. Well, noble endeavour now, Dean. Oh, well, done, well, that, done. well done. that will be my uh, my claim to fame for quite <laughs> a while. Uh, um, will, he, will he chase home York Hill in that JLT? Could he even beat York Hill? I'm not sure. I think he's the horse that York Hill's connections will have been praying runs. Um, he's the horse that really sets it up for York Hill we had an argument a few weeks ago Dean about this but I think York Hill needs a horse to lead him I think his best run was in the we're not getting back into this again but his best run was in the Neptune when he had a horse to lead him pretty much all the way um, and he only went left after that so I think Disco is the horse that they'd have been praying uh, Disco sets I mean if York Hill jumps a bit dodgily like he has done it has mm. to be said um, then Disco won't take any prisoners but the, the real thing I took out from Sunday was that People cribbed Irish racing for years saying that it was all Willie Mullins and all Ruby Walsh. Sean Flanagan wins his first grade one. Yep. And Robbie Power wins a grade one as well. You know, it was uh, a well, fantastic was, day was for Irish four, racing. Four different trainers, four different jockeys, was it? Yeah, you know, like, I mean, it's that's fantastic day. for Irish racing. That's a crack. It is, yeah. And yeah. Um, Sean Flanagan 
is he's typical of many jockeys that are in the Irish weighing room. Um, they just need a chance, you know. They they just need a good job. Uh, he found himself luckily enough in here that Davy Condon and and Paul Carberry both fell out uh, of the one year injury wise. So he came in there and he's really taking his chance. He's, he was superb. I think it was Carberry as well who said to know that this is the guy you use. He doesn't make mistakes. He does his job. He, he turns up every day and he and he rides really well. And he, he did give that a perla. It was a Carberry esque front running ride, wasn't it? Just yeah, the way the way he, he looked so he easy to get on many it. Of them, but yeah, you yeah, know. I think you're right. Yeah, you kind of get you kind of get the feeling that they, it was the kind of race they knew they were going to win beforehand. So I'd say Mead had a good chat with them. They knew exactly what they were going to do and just threw him out in front, jumped like a book. Brilliant. Of the ones behind, Bells Hill made a very bad mistake at the first and yep. just never got back into it. Yeah. Uh, I'd be surprised if he actually went to Chetlam. And then um, our Duke just looks like a horse who needs further. I think the uh, three-mile novice chase, a punch sound, that's a ban one last year. Uh, I think he's going to be very hard yeah, to make an- Another fence or two, uh, I think Disco is going to be outstayed there. Um, and that's however, the nature he was, ride he got. Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was taken a length, a length and a half out of Arduke uh, at every fence, fence though. So yeah. Arduke has a big engine. It clearly has a big engine. Too. Yeah, His it jumping did. was better it did, than it yeah. was the last day, and yeah. he won the yeah. last day. So he did not jump the last very well. No. I think that's what done it, but I think yeah. he was beaten. I know. He was definitely yeah. beaten by this guy. Yeah. Yeah. They, they are all horses with future in that race. Let's talk about Mega Fortune because kind of had their hand forced to go for a a better contest after the handicap mark that he was given for potential Cheltenham targets mm-hmm. and um, yeah it came together didn't it he won He won really good stuff I think a lot of people were very impressed with him and now he has to be somewhere up the top of the, uh, the Triumph Fertile market yeah like I, I, I fancied Beaupont for that race um, it ran well yeah it did run well I, I, I was very impressed with his run over Leopardstown over the Christmas where he beat uh, Land of Hope and Glory Um yeah, um, and I, uh, the one I'd take out uh, was the one that finished second. Uh, I, I know Dermot wants to have a chat about that as well, but yeah, Mega Mega Fortune's really good. Look, obviously the ground suited as well, uh, but yeah, look, very impressive. Uh, Davy gave him a parlour as well. Yeah, I think as well, he's yeah. absolutely brilliant jockey. Um, I, I think I said that the last time I was in as well, but I, I'm such a big fan of him as well, and uh, yeah, gave it a great ride. Mega Davy from the front is as good as anyone, really, isn't he? Yeah, I think he's as good as anyone, any style of riding. Like he is just one of the guys who's at the top, and for various reasons, doesn't have one of the big jobs anymore. Mm-hmm. But he gets lots of great rides. Um, talk about Mega Fortune demo. Yeah, I really liked him all season. We actually put him up before, didn't we, myself and Dave, um, as one of the horses to follow uh, as Dave McGarn. But he, he was getting handicapped. <laughs> he did it really well. They were trying to handicap him all year. It was as simple as that. Um, but he's he ran really really well. Um, he's a front-running horse. I, a soft ground on the day for the triumph, you'd be hard pressed not to back him. Um, but um, form of all the racing on Sunday has a small question mark for me beside it, just because of the ground. 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 Yeah. I top a pound, struggle to jump out of it. Uh, the horse I took out of the race was Denaria de Zobo. Um, stupidly, I was thinking of her for the Fred Winter, but she's she's only ran twice, so she's not going to get a mark. Um, but I thought she was very good. I just thought the way she made an absolute horlicks tree out, uh, like. Jack Kennedy was over her head yeah. and um, she stayed on so well for third again. I think she'll improve massively for that. I mean, if you look at Apple's Jade last year, she improved so massively from run to run. These juvenile mares, they just improve so much. And I think if the Naria makes a similar step up again, she's not out of that triumph picture whatsoever. Um, but the one thing, Dean, that I think that has to be said here is Phil Smith got that mark bang on, didn't he? Uh, that's an understatement, yeah. 
he absolutely got it bang on and I don't like the criticism of Phil Smith it seems to be the cool thing to do now to just go around and crib every single mark he gives um, the Grand National is a problem he, he plays God on it that is that is a fair enough point it's the one race it's the one race though he's given licence to do that that's, that's the exactly. he's allowed to frame that yeah. Yeah. but with these other ones I, I think he has an impossible job especially when you know he gets his pants pulled down by a trainer a couple of times Maldini last year he got his pants absolutely pulled down by yeah him. so he's going to be more cautious that's about it exactly. that. is it is it the case where he's um, he's given horses handicap marks based on what he thinks they can do and not what they've previously that's what people, done that's what, people, that's what people are suggesting, people are yeah. suggesting. I, I think someone like Phil Smith being the, well I've never met the guy but this personality seems to be very clear that he does do this on fact he tries to do it on fact yeah. it might mm. be his facts but he has guys that work for time farm and everything he, was on he, stands over. Yeah. he stands over those facts he stands so. over every mark but even like the, the three marks I just wanted to quickly talk about so people were using Ballyandy as a whip to beat Phil Smith with saying that um, his mark was too low he ran off 135 but he was beating the run before that and then the run before that which I think was the key run that they stuck with was when he was uh, third behind Moon Racer. Mir Saleh was second who was beaten twice afterwards of 136 who finished ahead of Ballyandy. That form looked woeful until Saturday so he had to go in off 135 for what he'd done over hurdles. That is a fair mark. Nobody can have any cribbing with that. As well as that with Mega Fortune. Mega Fortune won first time out beating Bob about at Down Royal absolutely hammered him he was a good horse who'd beaten Lord Justice the run beforehand that form looked strong at the time he then came out in a grade 3 and finished third behind Land of Hope and Glory now again you have to look at that form for what it was at that time and Land of Hope and Glory looked like Ireland's leading triumph runner at that time yeah. so at that juncture um, he was a fast finishing third behind Land of Hope and Glory who was our triumph horse so Phil Smith therefore had to look at Land of Hope and Glory who was our triumph horse he had to look at Deffy Desai who was the English triumph horse who was given a rating of 155 he therefore has to rate Mega Fortune off just off that mark of 155 so Mega Fortune then came out and finished third behind Bob Poem in a grade one when arguably David Russell got it wrong that day and tried to hold him up so again I cannot see how a mark of 146 is overly harsh thing for um for going into that well, race. Well, it's how it's been proved. It's just... And I think the complaint comes from that the Irish handicapper and the English handicapper have different, completely different views on racing. So the English handicapper has them arguably too high and the Irish handicapper has them too low. The two of them have their own handicaps in order so that the horses are finishing correctly as Phil Smith said in at the races that he doesn't think Noel O'Brien is a poor handicapper. He just thinks that the ratings are... A completely different metric. Mm-hmm. If all our horses got into Cheltenham off the ratings they're on over here, we would win every single handicap. And Phil Smith has a duty to English racing that he just cannot allow that to happen. Well, they either they either both do it together and then they end up with one rating, or they're going to have difference of opinion. They're, they're handicappers, like exactly. me or you are four exactly. students, or, exactly. or you know, you look at a race really? and go, I think I think that one's better than his mark. Yeah. Well, that's, so that's it has that's to happen. Even with like I thought he he explained Rashan very well. Again, Rashan being used to beat him with Rashan came out and beat. Petit Michoir, Apples Jade. Do I believe the form is true? No. He said on Ask the Handicapper, he doesn't believe the form is true. But the horse won. The two horses, second and third, have come out afterwards and won good races since. He therefore, ha- um, he cannot bring that horse's mark back down again until he runs again. And the horse hasn't ran since. Yeah. He ran at Dundalk and won. Like, and he won. Can't, yeah, <laughs> you know, he can't bring that horse's rating back down. Yeah, so, he's uh, whipping a hard place. Like, you know, well, he can't, there is nothing he can do. There's nothing no. he can do. So like this whole thing of being cool to criticise 
Phil Smith for Irish runners, they have to go up in ratings. It's as simple as that. And Irish Irish horses records over in England is, I mean, Joyce yeah. had two winners in two days Wolverhampton Hage McGuinness has brought over horses lately to win Thanks at Tafke, yeah. every time Crawford seems to bring horses over I just think it's very unfair and people really need to start thinking outside the box a bit more about how the form is in the UK as opposed to what the form is in Ireland because they need to match up he's a duty to English racing to look after it yeah I agree and I don't think Irish uh, trainers and connections can complain over the records they've had in handicaps and things mm. and, and the only people who are complaining are the ones trying to later trying to, trying to get their horses in off of low marks yeah, yeah. there's yeah. an element of that to be taken into account yeah, there is like they must find it hard to get a handicap mark for an all weather horse you were just saying about times and Anik Teft get them went over to Wolverhampton during the week and won yeah. twice it must be really hard because it's once a week in Dundalk and then that's it and then there's months without it yeah. as well and it's so much more competitive at Dundalk because it is once a week you know like, so absolutely it's, so it's hard it's, it's hard a very there hard job yes yeah. yeah agreed agreed um, let's step well a little bit further into that card at Leppistown and Bacardi's who was a uh, I guess he was a surprise surprise winner. He beat Bunkoff early in, in what looked before to be a very, very hot contest. I, I'm not sure about the form. So Turnus died a death, so we forget about him. Something went wrong. Um, he's a great one winner. Um, I'm willing to completely forgive it. Uh, to what level, I don't know. The form, yeah, it could be questionable, Dean, but Berlade was third. Yeah. He was behind uh, Saturnus in a grade one, so I'm willing to forgive Saturnus because something clearly wasn't right. You'd have yeah. to think, so though, if Saturnus, for me, Berlade makes that form look strong. If Saturnus won its race, I think it won the race, and it didn't run its race at all. Yeah, on what we've saw and seen before, and what that's it exactly. Expected. So, like, I'm still willing to say that Berlade in third is still okay. for me holds the form. Okay. Um, if Saturnus blows out again, then no, but. Uh, the winner, I don't think he's slow. I think he should go for the Neptune. Uh, I think the ground he made up between the last two very impressive. Um, was very impressive. Yeah, yeah, on that ground as well. Yeah, you know, so like, I don't think he's a slow horse. He's run well in the bumper, so he can't be overly slow. He's one of the best bumper horses, in fairness to him. And I think Patrick made the point that if there was an opportunity, he wanted to ride it. So yeah. Obviously yeah. doing he wasn't, the right things. He wasn't actually sixth choice, like, as in, like, Paul and Ruby made their choices and then the rest of the jockeys were just moved around. Yeah, so yeah. Patrick had dibs if no one else picked him. You'd imagine. And bunk off early then is the one team that I took out of this. I backed him at twelve to one now running a bet for the Supreme after the race. Um he pulled over two miles two and only died a death in the last furlong for me over ground that wouldn't suit. He's a son of Zebedee. He has ability literally pouring out of him. Um I thought he travels so well. Paul Townend had an awful job settling him. And um if he gets a faster pace to aim at Dean, I think he's a supreme horse true and true. Yeah, big fan of uh, Patrick Mullins, by the way, just on the jockey side. Thought I gave him a good ride as well. Uh, he's one of the nicer guys in racing. I had a chance to meet him at Punchstown last year. I got a good chat in with him. Really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, the ground beat bunk off early for me. Uh, I can't disagree with what Dean or Dermot said, unfortunately. But <laughs> now a 7-1 to one shot for the Supreme Novices. Uh, very, very impressively. Yeah, do you know what? I have an issue with this horse. I, I'm not sure he's going to like Cheltenham at all. I think if he pulls anything like that in a... In a supreme, he'd be he'd be bunking off earlier about the that two out. <laughs> you think he'll come on for that, Dodie? He will, and he'll. I don't know if he off. will. It's not like he hasn't he hasn't had plenty of he's had enough racing. I'm not faster pace though. I just think that makes a big difference. Yeah, he's coming off a long break. Yeah, when they're going lickety split, he was coming off a decent break suit, too. I think. Yeah, I think he was as fresh as as anything really. Did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was all right the first day, and they were talking him up, and I think he's enhanced his reputation, but. For me, he's not getting home at Cheltenham unless uh, I don't know. Unless they put every aid on, I'd have an issue with him. I think. 
Um, but you know that's opinions. He didn't show a bad. I don't think he showed a bad attitude enough to put on headgear on him though. He didn't show a bad attitude. He just, just didn't stay on the ground. Just think he might need a bit of help. Like you look at his breed and he should be a miler. Like even seven for Yeah, I mean you know he might just need a little bit of help to race casually for a mile if they can do that. Then he then he's every chance. Yeah, I would do that with them. I know that. But, yeah, you know, if point. they do that, I might revise my opinion. If he turns up in the same um, same circumstances as he did the weekend, he ain't winning a supreme. So that's my. I think, yeah, no. he, I think he's short. Um, let's talk about the Gold Cup because um, I know which horse I'd like to take out of the race. But the winner, Size and Johns, great for Jess Carrington and Robbie Power. We mentioned already there's four trainers, four jockeys win the grade ones there. Um, it's good for the Potsers as well because I know they want a Gold Cup horse. They've got one that's definitely entitled to go to the Gold Cup now. But was it Gold Cup winning form? No, it wasn't. Um, I think it was a very steadily run race. Ruby Walsh said afterwards, actually, because he was on RT, that he really fancied sizing John because there was no real stayer to uh, force it early. So I think he was talking to Robbie Power about it. Like, there, is yeah. no, there is no front runner. You've got every chance. <laughs> You've got every chance. And he basically said you know, that uh, like, he has the speed. He should be winning it. And uh, he nailed it. Uh, sizing John, fairness to him, wasn't stopping at the line. Um, no. I didn't see him staying that trip at all um, so I think he has enhanced his credentials I would love to see him though in the Ryanair at Cheltenham um, I think 2 miles 6 at that pace or 2 sorry 2.5 miles at that pace would be absolutely perfect for him and uh, I think that is the race for him but Jess Carrington has never had a Gold Cup winner the Potses have been looking for a Gold Cup runner we in years and years and years with sizing Europe so and the pots in their circumstance want it to happen at ASAP, hence buying Allery and, and yeah. Size and John moving up in trips. So they've yeah. got a horse to go out to war with now. Yeah, so you have to. You have I'm, to yeah. I'm delighted for them. Yeah. Uh, I just thought visually it wasn't like it wasn't a great Irish Gold Cup. There's a lot of them at the last, wasn't there? There was, there was yeah. There was a couple of unseats as well. Like it's just. I don't like when there's a like an Irish Gold Cup and there's so few horses finishing as well. It just it doesn't come across as the strongest race I've ever seen. Empire Dirt was um, unlucky. Empire Dirt, yeah. He's I proved that of all recognition. Oh, for like, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, more of that. I thought was going well in it until the fall as well. Uh, might I think he's gonna place it best. Was yeah. my opinion on it, but uh, uh, it might have been the pick for me. I, I, I'm I'm not so sure. Uh, but uh, like uh, Size and John, like it's, it, I suppose it's always the bridesmaid job for Size and John behind uh, with the form behind Dovin. Imagine his record without Duvan. Yeah, understandable. It's the it's the Ryanair. It's the Ryanair for me. Um, but as I said, I think you go to the Gold Cup with prices around 12, 14 to one. I could not back that horse each way in the Gold Cup. But that's where he goes for sure. He's a smaller price than Outlander. Yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, the Irish Gold Cup yeah. falls in that odd little spot in the calendar where the Gold Cup horses have pretty much done their business, and unless yeah. there's so, unless there's something that needs a spin, the last one that kind of came out and was really fancy was last instalment, wasn't it? That yeah. time for Fenton, and that blew up as well. I, I, it, it's too close to it, isn't it? It's it's kind of like the afterthought race. If you're going to go for the Gold Cup, one will we stay with it. Let's go and yeah. move it quickly, yeah. and then we go there. And that's that's what's happened with size. I think it's just as simple as there's better horses in the Gold Cup. Yeah, um, yeah. there really is. Um, better I, horses in Tizard's yard. <laughs> there is probably two or three horses better in Tizard's yard. Yeah. <laughs> well, we mentioned the the pots is there. Of course, they tried to get Allery out again and see if they can get that to the Gold Cup. And yeah, horrendous. He was lucky to get back up. Horrendous fall. Yeah. Horrendous fall. He wasn't going to win either at the no, time like no. it was beaten so back to the drawing board for them um, with with that horse I, I do think there's a question mark over all that Leopardstown for I just yeah the ground you might be looking for horses that need better ground and if they're going to make it to Cheltenham didn't you know block the copybook so yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Sh- yeah, I still would hold Mega Fortune and Bunk Off Early as two to take out. And then they have. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And Disco. And and Disco stepped up to the mark and um, and has delivered on on Chris's promise. Yeah. And will lead in York Hill fantastically. Yeah, yeah, he probably <laughs> does. Just, I'm t- like a couple of mistakes out of York Hill. It's it's not behind me. Oh no, 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 no. Um, you all know my view. York Hill is waiting to boil over, and uh, yeah. whether it happens at Cheltenham or afterwards, at some point, he's he's going to let the side down over fences. O- I think. Other other than York Hill and Disco in that JLT, there's not much else I'd pick out. So I absolutely give Disco a second favourite chance. Yeah, looks like an Irish one too. There, all right. Um, Finian Oscar ran on Sunday while we're on the subject of pots horses and. Um, well, he just had a penalty kick, really, just a warm-up for, for the festival. We assume he goes Neptune. I really wasn't that impressed with him, actually. The least impressive run I've seen. And uh, maybe they just left him nice and short, and that was a, a race course gallop and a bit of experience. Uh, quick word? Uh, yeah, as our listeners will know, we're all big fans of him. Um, he was given a stone and two pounds, I suppose, to, to the second, who was a decent flat horse in her own right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I kind of wanted to, him to do it better because uh, he was probably going to be my Neptune horse. I'll probably take him on now, Dean, if he was to go. Because I just pictured, I pictured this horse being a three mile flat horse yeah. or a, a three mile jumps horse. Sorry, four to one, four to one favorite for the Neptune. I don't think I can back that horse at four to one for the Neptune. It'd be it's nice short. to be on already. Yeah, it would. Nice That's one of them ones you would have taken tens or twelves happily, uh, but four to one for me is too short. It'd be nice to be on. When we when we talked to Adam before, I think he was ten to one winning any race at the festival before his debut. So <laughs> yeah, that was the bet, and we've all missed that. I think. Uh, Captain hindsight. <laughs> Captain hindsight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just anyone on it. Well done. That's yeah, yeah. Uh, a bit of Newbury, uh, maybe kick off with Highbridge. Yeah, I wanted to talk about Highbridge. Um, I thought he was very good. Uh, actually, is. Uh, pr- Proper supreme contender for me. Okay. Big issue, jockey. He is awful. Alex Ferguson is awful. He didn't do anything wrong at the weekend. Ah, uh, he's he, but he, he, he so just seems to just. There's a big problem with a, a supreme horse. With he could be very good in the future. I'm not saying he'll always be awful, but all I'm saying is that he should not be on a supreme horse at this juncture in his career. This isn't like Sam Whaley Cohen because Sam Whaley Cohen had built up a good deal of experience before he got the ride on long run. Um, this. Alex Ferguson rode a few bumper horses for his father and now the same owners have obviously retained him or he's their jockey mm. he did nothing wrong really but just seems to lack any real style um, and I was going to back him now I, I've already I've a tree now in the Supreme but uh, I just can't back him with that jockey on board 16s I think in the Supreme is about right is it? well I think the jockey is factored into that price yeah defenders. I would think so too um, so because he's done everything right this year I don't think I he's don't improved think tons for going to Ben yeah, Pauling yeah, yeah and he's a proper proper contender I just have an awful image like Brian O'Connell that day on Dungweave of this horse just coming around the outside and just yeah. you know like it's such a track I'd much prefer to have the likes of David Bass on board or just yeah. somebody around the yard though who's just their yeah. jockey I just do not like Alex Ferguson at all okay. as a jockey at this juncture. We'll talk a little bit about the Supreme with Nico de Boinville who's coming up in a little bit longer but um, still at Newbury Native River um, put Bristol de Mar away and um, yeah, some horse this thing relentless, yeah, relentless. Can do, can, just can do nothing wrong I suppose li- lately uh, beat three, uh, beat some good horses in that race as well. Yeah, it was a, it was a fair, it was a small field. So it was small, Bristol yeah. Demai was the top he's a Haydock horse. It's as simple as a Haydock heavy yeah. ground. He wins anything else. I, dis- he I had this argument with Dermot just before it. I think I, I fancied it beforehand, but he talked me out of it. Thank God. So uh, <laughs> he, he's useful at a couple of things. <laughs> um, Call me Captain Hindsight, but I, I thought Native River was one of the. Yeah. Na- no, I don't punch short ones. Native River is. I have my life. Native River is four to one for the Gold Cup. Yeah. If you do not fancy Thistlecrack, 
back native river that's what I'd say it needs yeah. to be I nearly would air it on the side of it needs to be soft or heavy doesn't it yeah the, want, the each way is still in the price at four he showed it turn a foot that I've never seen in him before though yeah I'd want soft to be the first word in the going yeah. description. Yeah. Not not in the going if description. If that comes up. So, first word. If that comes up. Now, we have money on Tisselcrack. We've been big in Tisselcrack up all season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. But if that comes up soft to heavy or whatever, I will definitely be placing your bet. Is there it. a concern for native river supporters out there, if they're out there, um, that what he did at Cheltenham last year, if it's repeated, he's getting lapped? Yeah, the that was a funny run from him. And it, was it was a, a funny, ridiculously weird. It run. was a weird run because he was front running, disappeared, and then came back again. Yeah. Um, and you can't criticize the jockey. Uh, you know, Mr. Leg wasn't it or whatever his name is. Right, look, He's a good jockey. Yeah, but it's very clear mm-hmm. how to ride this horse. Now, if it wasn't yeah. then, it is very. But clear even now. I thought that with Aidan Coleman, um, I thought Dicky would have probably won by further. Dicky just seems to know exactly when to put the gun to his head. Aidan Coleman's brilliant. Do not mm. get me wrong, mm. but he kind of seemed to let Le Mercury get a bit too close to him. I, I think Aidan River needs the gun to his head, and if he gets that in a Gold Cup, he's demonesque. You know, he has that thing of if he is a few lengths ahead of Tisselcrack on soft, heavy ground, turning that bend, Tisselcrack isn't going to make up that ground. Yeah, and um, the ground needs to be. I think he's completely reliant on heavy ground or soft ground and if it is with the first word soft as Dean said I think they're going to find it very hard to catch him yeah and I don't think he's going to move in much in the betting either no. because the, the, the public are just going to get behind Tisselcrack we, we know that's going to happen Tisselcrack is drifting 13 to 8 now about a Gold Cup yeah. seems big well would have seemed big a couple of months ago I suppose <laughs> um, but I suppose if, if I was given a 100 quid free bet I'd, I'd have it on a 13 to 8 instead of a 4 to 1 I think yeah I, I'd agree because you're kind of thinking he's not going to get his ground the only way I can see Native Rivers price shortening is on the day if it's soft oh it absolutely pours down otherwise otherwise I think he goes off maybe slightly bigger than he is now I think Um, what you might find is a lot of people will have a decent sized win bet on Thistlecrack and might cover it within each way on Native River yeah yeah. Um, well if they let him go off the each way bet to nothing price then yeah you're kind of I still have that run at Cheltenham last year in my mind which puts me off the animal but Good ground, Thistlecrack wins a gold cup. I think we all think that, do we? Yeah, agreed. We all think that, okay. Yeah. Um, Altior did something that, um, well, I think he's been rated higher than Sprinter Sacra now after the same stage of their career. Um, he's taken on horses that I don't think Duvan's probably taken on even up to this stage of his career. Mightily impressive. I was amazed they ran Altior. I was convinced. We got, a, we, got a, we got a text off you two hours an hour and a half an hour <laughs> yeah. half an hour before yeah. race saying they yeah. shouldn't run no I was convinced and, and it, once, once <laughs> I saw once a WhatsApp, I saw man. We did. A WhatsApp group we right. did yeah. Nicky didn't get my message see that's the unfortunate thing yeah, that that's but, all that matters no but like, like they ran him they've taken that route that they took with Sprinter before he won his Arkle and yep. uh, it just shows you that one they were very keen to get Nico on board before the festival which is good for, for Nico and we'll talk to him about Altier in a little while but um, and two they have no fear with this horse Ah, he's brilliant. I mean, 170, to put that into perspective, Sprinter Sacker had won the Arkle and the Melling Chase at Aintree. Or not the Melling Chase, the Mile May, isn't it? Or Before he got to that map. And he got to 169. Yeah. So Altior is on 170. Duvan is on 174 yeah. at this juncture in his career. Altior has beaten horses I believe Duvan hasn't. Um, but had you told me three months ago that I'd actually be sitting here saying I think I see a horse that could beat Duvan I'd have said this is sacrilege I'd have called you every name under the sun but there's something about Altior that I love now I didn't like Altior going into the Supreme last year at all Dean I slagged you we had so many rows um, about that horse but he took my bread away in the Supreme just the way that he found it off the bridle he 
he was so willing um, I think that there was an experience he's getting better with every run he improves under Nico and uh, yeah Dean I think um, him versus Duvan will be one hell of a race pick a winner Dermot Altier <laughs> I love it not this I year not this year yeah of course, of course. I love they it. met this year Duvan beats him but yeah. next year I think Altier beats him I think if they met this year Altier would win too oh wow this okay. year yeah I'm saying next year. Right now, year. I I just, they went for the Queen Mama back out too. Yeah, no, I disagree. But look, I, I, I don't much disagree. I think they're going to be very close. Uh, probably the two best horses in training. Is that fair? Yeah. Two yeah. mile chasers. Fair. So we'll probably go up to three miles of Duvan now next year. Fissilcrack hadn't um, got beaten. I'd say you'd throw Fissilcrack into the mix. But so I don't think you can now. So a couple of gold cup again. Yeah. So a couple of bookies. Again. A couple yeah. of bookies priced it up. Uh, that if they were to, next time if they meet. That it's it's two to five Duvan and uh, two to one Altior, which I I think it's about right. Uh, I just I just think this has Mayweather Pacquiao written all over it that it should happen. It should have happened ten years ago and it happened seven eight years too late. I just I want this to happen. I really want this to happen. Um, um I I just there's I suppose there are a couple of years outside of each other and I don't know whether it'll happen, but I, I really hope it does. Well, Duvan's not old at all though I mean no. Duvan could take him on next year and he'll still be in his prime like, yeah. it won't be I a just problem think, that way I, I just think they're probably going to step him up now aren't they uh, Willie um, will run from any any sort of a, a viable challenger anyway he'll be running up to, to yeah, I'm not business. so sure about that I think they have probably the best horse in training there I, I disagree I, I would think he'd take him on well but I think they think they do and yeah. there's an opportunity to to Prove make it. sure that's the case run them against each other it will be in let's do it the yeah, only chance we have this year is punches them no, there's no chance. Tingle Creek. I think that's the only chance. And then, they could, they and then if up. they want to up Duvan and trip, and you, and you think with unfortunately of a tour dying, um, he will Duvan, their only gold cup horse. He will be going up and trip because the the choice they'll have to make is: do we go up and trip and see how far this horse, can or do we dominate this division, or do we just try and take on Altior? They've now got two difficult decisions, yeah. and I, I think they go up and trip. But are, are we Altior get, would get two and a half, no problem. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't think it's an issue. I just. I just think we're all being not me sorry you are all being a bit too excited about Altior I want to see I want to see there is reasons he was I, I, um, I, I want to see a little bit more um, I really I do what he could have done more he yeah no no like, look in the sense that everything that he's done so far perfect jump on the weekend wow uh, I think he cleared the last by about 20 feet <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. he has the jump of Thistlecrack I don't know uh, uh, um, yeah the similar standoff they, it's, yeah. it's that natural class and scope in their head like they yeah. just they just go yeah. he must have been down in Tizard yard for a few weeks uh, <laughs> looking at Thistlecrack Henry the Bromheads uh, or Henry the Bromheads yeah <laughs> but look I, I don't think every like there's lots of rows and stuff on Twitter and it's, it should um, saying this one beats that one that one beats that one I just just make it happen like Absolutely, just make it happen at some point. Yeah. And and somebody should come in and throw half a million quid up for it and let it happen. Be nice, wouldn't it? It would be dead. Yeah. Do you remember, didn't Godolphin put that up for Frankel to take on Royal Caviar that time, didn't he? Love, yeah. love the old match bets. I, yeah. would, I would have picked yeah. Royal Caviar there, but I went. Oh, yeah, we're not getting into this. <laughs> Frankel would have absolutely eaten her up. Yeah. <laughs> um, we talked about Bally Andy already, <laughs> but um, yeah, just, uh, just a quick mention for Bally Andy and move with the times. Put well clear in that Betfair hurdle Ballyandy now surely supreme bound maybe moves to the times will go there as well awful Betfair uh, really really bad uh, 16, too good though. 16 runners but they could run three different county hurdles and they all ditched the Betfair hurdle which is the most valuable handicap hurdle in Europe uh, crazy just didn't Abs- fit into schedules Abs- of horses or just horses crazy I think right as, as Nick as, uh, as Nigel Twiston Davis in fairness to him said this isn't a race to avoid, this is a race to aim at. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And that, you know, you work everything back afterwards. 
Um, so for 16 runners in a race that could have had 24, it's pathetic. And they have to sort out that calendar over in the UK because it's absolutely all over the place. Um, but moving on from that, them two are the only two to take out Dean. Um, I don't know what I back either of them really for a Supreme or anything going forward. Concerned. I was a bit concerned at move with the times logged in because I think he's done that before and perhaps if he'd run the straight line he might have got a bit, well he certainly would have got closer. But it was a great sight, the two of them coming up to the last, yeah. two of them hardened a bit and yeah. Ballyandy wanted it more I thought. It was a terrible sight crossing the line I have to tell you. Yeah, yeah it's like they're a Bally- <laughs> so yeah. the wrong one. Yeah. We were all on it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we were I was, all on move with the times. I was impressed with Ballyandy. Like, yeah. I suppose previous form two and three quarter lengths behind Moonracer, can they turn that around? Um, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Where, where, right. is really don't, where is Moonraiser? Where is Moonraiser? Yeah, true. <laughs> I, what's? I I know that the last bulletin or whatever. Was yeah, he's not the worst fresh in fairness to Whatever was no, yeah. no, I don't think that's the issue. But like they had the horse, he's been top of the supreme market for a long time. He's not anymore, and he hasn't been seen. I'm a bit concerned about Moonraiser. I'm, I'm concerned. Hoping. Yeah, I'm concerned about David Pipes yard in general the last few years um, you it know. was a nice boost for Moonracer so let's hope he's okay because that adds to the Supreme and I don't want to say that he's not it okay. does it sounds like he's fine and that's if, just if he's fine and 100% he should not be 92 and Mellon should not be 11 to 4 like that's, exactly. that's the simplicity of it exactly I yeah. absolutely agree I'm worried yeah. where's Moonracer that's, that's, exactly. that's, that's yeah, my question yeah. where is he yeah. let's see him and uh, hopefully He'll be there in what we're under four weeks away from the Channel Festival. Um, we are listening to the Race Hour podcast, of course, brought to you with our friends at BetBright. Coming up after this, we're going to talk to Nico de Boinville, and that Altior Duvan question will come up again. Introducing Genius, BetBright's newest product that allows you to choose your bets. Genius will give you the ability to select from trends like winner last time out, course winners, distance winners, and many, many more. When you're done narrowing the field with Genius, you'll know exactly what you fancy. Genius by BetBright. Simply smarter betting. Okay, well, you're joining us back on the race. I'm delighted to say we're joined by a very special guest. It's Nico de Boinville. Nico, how are you, sir? Very well, thanks. And you? Yeah, really good. Thanks very much for coming on the race hour. Um, it's good to be back, I guess. I think you were about three and a half months out of the game after a, a nasty fall on the rev at the open meeting in mid-November at Cheltenham. Uh, a really bad injury to your arm. How are you feeling? Yeah, feeling really good, thank you. Um, yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a good injury to have, and wrong time of year as well. Um, but all the guys at Oaksy House and uh, my surgeon as well were have been really good at getting me back on track and putting me back on the road. Is it something that you've had um, any problems with before, Nico? A brand fresh new injury and something that you just had to take time over? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was it was properly bad. So uh, I've never had any problems there before, but it was just the way that the the bone was completely shattered. So it just needs to take time to heal. Well, during that time that you were out, of course, uh, a horse that you had a great time aboard last year, winning the Supreme Novices and other races, Altior, um, managed to get three spins in, and there were three very impressive spins. So you must have been delighted at the weekend to get him get back on board, and and wow, that race went very well in the in the well the game spirit, the Betfair Exchange Chase. Yeah, of course, I was very happy to get back on him. Um, you know, watching him over the Christmas period was, um, was 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 good to see, but obviously. You, you know, when you're on the sidelines, you can't wait to get back and hopefully get back on them, you know. Were you a bit worried while you were out that you wouldn't get a chance to sit on in pre-festival? I guess this race fitted in, and you've done it before. Well, Connections have, Nikki, of course, with Sprinter. So the race kind of fell into place? Definitely. I mean, I was very grateful to the governor for letting me, first of all, putting me back on him and his owners as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, just a nice experience for all of us, you know, and just gave him a bit more experience over the fences and... Um, hopefully that would have set him up nicely for for the festival um, we've gone to the same route as Sprinter did uh, before he won his Arkle so you know it's um, all systems go 
And uh, he must have impressed you. He impressed everyone watching. I mean, he, has he improved since the last time you were aboard him? Back in well, that's that's going back probably April time, is it? Yeah, I haven't. Well, I haven't ridden him for. Well, I I scored him before. You know, at the start of the season. Yeah. And we we always thought he'd improve for a fence. Um, but even if even if he stayed over hurdles, I think he'd be right at the top of the champion hurdle field. So um, you know, he's just a very very high class horse, isn't he? Does he remind you of Sprinter? that high class cruising speed and um, they spend no time in the air and they get very quickly so they're delighted to be around really when Sprinter I think won the same race in 2012 he was only a 6-4 to four chance for the Arkle coming up and Sprinter was still relatively at the early stages of his chase career I mean Altior is, is a very short price and I think he's got all of the public talking so we're delighted to, to want to see you back aboard him and Altior continue his, uh, his rise there is an Irish horse lurking around of course Duvan it would be something if those two ever met wouldn't it? It would be uh, I mean I followed Duvan round in the Arkle last year and I thought he was pretty exceptional um but, you know, the pair of them together would be quite a match, wouldn't it? Let's hope it happens uh, one I day. Think, I think we'll be waiting a year for that, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, that's 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 understandable, I think, and and when they're both you know peak times, that would be some something for the racing public to behold. Talking about Sprinter Sacra, Nico, you're a big part of Sprinter Sacra's um, well daily routine, weren't you? At back at the yard, and then to to finally get the leg up on him for I think the last five races of his career, and taking a Queen Mother and a Schler chase and a Desert Orc and a Celebration chase. What a story that was! What a horse he was. Some association. Yeah, he was a terrific horse for all of us and everyone who was involved with the horse and great for the yard and, and great for all of us. And I was just very, very fortunate um, to up on him in his final year to come back from all those uh, hard days and bad days. He was just a tremendous horse to be around and, you know, it's just great to see him still in one piece and enjoying his retirement. Yeah, I was going to say, it's great for him to get out of the game in one piece and finish with that where he brought the house down at Cheltenham. Someday, I think, probably your best day in the saddle, was it? Sprinter Sacra's Queen Mum? Uh, I've had some very good days, but, you know, it was right up there with the best. Um, you know, that I, the whole season surrounding Sprinter that year was just one that was sort of dreamlike. Um, and yeah, I was just very grateful to be to be involved. Well, we're talking about you involved with some very good horses there, of course, already. And, and unfortunately, whilst you were, were out on this break from your injury, um, Coney Gray also suffered um, a setback. And hopefully, I think the latest reports are that it might be back towards the end of the season, maybe catch one of the later spring festivals. Is there is there good news still around for Coney Gray's return? Uh, definitely. I was riding out for the Bradstocks this morning, um, and they seem very hopeful that they'll probably get him back um, for, for Punchestown. Um, so fingers crossed that that all comes good because uh, again he's he's a very good horse and it'd be great to it's just a shame we can't really see him in the mix in the Gold Cup mix this year because um, I think he'd have a very good chance. Yeah, I mean his return behind uh, Q card was a very good effort after a break, wasn't it? So I guess you're watching the likes of Thistle Crack and Native River and Q card himself and, and others run around thinking what what maybe might have been. So you think he would be involved? I'm sure he would have been. He was a great Gold Cup winner. It'd just be good to get him back, won't it? Of course, you know it'd just be good to see him back on the track and. If we could bring him over to Ireland, that would be that would be fantastic as well. Yeah, it would be indeed. A couple of other horses that you've you've sat on, well, just recently, Mike Bite. Good to get him and, and get you back on board that one as well. I think it was your fourth win on Mike Bite. And he was, well, he would have been a very impressive winner of the Corto Star Novices Chase, of course, but for that last fence fall. But you got him back at Doncaster and he went about his business in, in, in really good style, didn't he? 
he did. I mean, it was only a school round, so I don't think you can um, take much from the race. But uh, the only thing you can take is that he seemed to be jumping fluently, and the faster we went, the better he went. So I think we've got his confidence back there. Um, you know, and it was uh, it was just a, a good way to put him back on track. Um, with all eyes towards the festival. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's he's highly um, regarded for the RSA chase. Did Coney Gray won the the Corto Star Novices um, same stage of his career and went straight for a Gold Cup? But Mike Bite is going to get a bit more time than Coney Gray, isn't he? And an RSA will, will come first. Definitely. Uh, you know, he's he's always been a horse that has taken a bit of time to come to himself, and it's just a case of taking it step by step with him and not. Um, not uh, jumping ahead of ourselves. Yeah, sure. Long careers these horses hope to have if everything stays right. And he looks a really exciting type for everyone down at the yard and yourself, of course. Um, his, his Probably his most impressive performances were at the likes of Doncaster and Kempton. They're relatively flat tracks, but he's won at Cheltenham and Newbury, I think, earlier on in his career. So Cheltenham shouldn't be an issue for him, should it? The nature of the course and the, and the kind of the, the way that is, the races are run there? No, hopefully not. Um, you know, he won over hurdles back there. Um, so he should handle the undulations and everything and it's not something I'm too worried about yeah yeah. I mean I guess it's an easy question to ask you which horses you're most looking forward to maybe getting aboard touch, touch wood everybody stays fit horses and yourself and, and everyone else involved but are there any that we might want to keep an eye on for the festival that perhaps you know not as prominent in the in the Cheltenham markets as the likes of Altior and Mike Bite are two cracking types uh, yeah I rode Obviously, I've only been back for two weeks, but yeah. I rode a nice horse the other day called um, Lockdog Spirit uh, to win up at Musselboro, who won the Supreme Trial up there. Um, I think he's quite a nice each-way price. He's 60 to 1 at the moment. Um, so, you know, I, I quite like him. He's definitely going the right way. Well, you've got a lot of work on to repeat the feats of previous Cheltenham festivals, Nico, but it does look at the moment like you're back at the right time and the horses are fit and well. So I hope that stays the case and you have a good few weeks in the run-up and beyond for the rest of the of the year. Thanks very much for coming on the race, Al. It's been a real pleasure to talk to you. That's very kind. Thanks a lot. Well, welcome back to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at BetBright. Thanks very much to Nico de Boinville for spending uh, that bit of time with us there and talking about Altior and Mike Bite and he even give us a little dark horse there for the Supreme that you might want to keep an eye on. Uh, I think he had the same view as us chaps that it would just be great if it did happen, Altior and Duvan, and we'll leave it there because we've discussed it enough. So what we're going to do now is you are listening to the Race Hour podcast and we generally throw a question or two out to the interactors on Twitter. Of course, you can check them out at the underscore race out. That's hashtag race out. And we asked what handicappers are we most looking forward to at Cheltenham? Now, we've got plenty of responses. I will spin through a few of these. And lads, feel free to comment. Uh, Andrew Ashcroft said anything Paul Nichols runs over 10 to 1 always has a big price handicap winner at Cheltenham. And I think he does. I yeah, I don't agree with that. He's a horse yeah. this year, does he? <laughs> Don't know. I, I like to try and find one. I thought Ronaim de Senan was one last year, and it got chinned by one of his. Yeah, if he if he gets into that, he's on a mark that gets him into that close brother chase, isn't he? Yeah, I mean that's he, his best chance. At he's Chelsea, making really. the point here that don't discount Paul Nichols' horses over ten to one. I think it's a good point, Andrew. I think Lack Fontana. Never Solar forget Impulse. him in the county. Didn't Solar Impulse win the last standing cap in the meeting last year at a massive price. So in there's fairness, yeah. Yeah. there's one for good you. Um, so yeah, uh, long call in the Fred Winter says Chaser in the making, not a horse 
course I've even picked up but apparently loads of blue on odds checker about that one so keep an eye on that one that came from Chaser in the Making yeah he's a good uh, he's a shrewd judge I'm yeah Cramber says Champers on Ice now this one uh, I thought it ran terrible can't Champers jump won't jump won't win can't jump won't jump won't win lovely uh, unlucky Cranberry. Thanks for one. your tweet, though. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> delighted with that one. Delighted with that one. Um, let's see here. Presenting Percy and Holywell. God, the Holywell train's coming back already. That's Dylan Brennan. Uh, He's on a lower mark for that ultimate <laughs> than he was last year when well, he was second. Want, and he, he was. Would, he would want to be on a lower He was mark. so unlucky, though, to bump into on Thames for two. I he was? So, I can see that. I can see that happening. He was. There's a horse. That's a horse there with one day only in mind, as always. Or maybe two spring days in mind. I'll be fair to it. Um, Pat Mustard says no comment and Maldini is that him making a comment or is that uh, that's a horse no we know comment about Maldini Maldini yeah the horse who has been trying very hard all year to get a handicap mark um, if we lived in opposite land um, <laughs> I, I kind of half hope this horse doesn't win now because of the pure blackguarding going on with this horse but uh, Pat you found a dark one there Pat Pat for Pat yeah, best yeah. look for Pat yeah Cheers. exactly uh, Jamie Kinnan says and uh, Dermot you're like this we'll let Phil Smith have his say first we'll let Phil Smith have his say first. Fair, fair play Jamie you're responsible for my favourite ever tweet into the race hour which was about the <laughs> yeah new Jamie's one, so. brilliant in fairness. I'll, give, I'll give you the old Jamie's been, there. Yeah, he's been um, one of the best lads on the race hour Fazzy probably. shouts out call it magic Parco says what's Nick, Nigel Twist and Davis got I'm not wise on the handicap as well Nigel will have plenty he Foxdale Hill everything in his stable at Cheltenham so. Foxdale Hill won a translate didn't he yes he did he'll be one of those handicaps and he was brilliant yeah yeah very good um, Ivanovic Gorbatov's an interesting shout from Ashley Martin could be interesting if it goes for a handicap but it's going to have to go for a handicap that's a fact yeah yeah he hasn't set the world like this year another shout for Holywell from Mickey C and North Hill Harvey now that North Hill Harvey has only been put away with a race at the festival in mind after winning the Greatwood so good shout from Mickey C uh, do we want to add anything into the Cheltenham Handicap Mix, lads, while we're talking about it? Thanks very much there to the race hour, guys. Um, I, I had a quick look this morning. Um, I still think it's pretty early. When are we getting the handicap runners in? We're, it must be soon enough, is it? But two weeks, I think. They are out at the end of the month. Yeah. And, uh, the only one I picked out was uh, Deborah Hamer's runner, uh, To Be Fair, in the pretemps. Yeah. <laughs> what a story that is, well, actually. Absolutely brilliant. We actually missed that from the review, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, a, what a disgrace. But, uh, this horse will be on the eight-timer now if we go there. Like, not the strongest. Uh, not the strongest the races that um, that he's been in but um, yeah look it's kind of the only one I pick out straight away but I think it's four or five to one so it's a bit short so sorry to the that's more a heart over head pick you. isn't it when you just yeah, love I it to happen so. I it absolutely adore something happen, like that yeah. to happen but I'd, like, I'd love to come in with a 16 or 33 to one winner for everybody but just not yet maybe maybe in a week or two we'll have it. We'll have a much better idea that to be fair is just the kind of horse that you know a powers is going to jump on and get the owner to ride into the bloody parade of course it comes yeah, of course off. That's It'll be absolutely brilliant. It's a great story, though. And if there's normal people, which I just love, like, you know, there's no airs and graces. Let's hope that happens. Demo? Uh, I've already said Ned Stark is thrown in off 133, but my actually, my biggest anti post bet, and I haven't had many anti post bets this year at all because the Challenge Festival has been so up in the air. It's not even a horse. Uh, I've backed <laughs> I've backed, uh, backed Barry Garrity at 11 to 4 uh, to be the top jockey. Uh, just a quick run through, Dean. Um, I need to have the triumph by the absolute. Um, Short and Curly's um, Charlie Parks could run in, in the Supreme because they have so many for the Triumph he's every chance he's done as much as Mellon they have the champion hurdle pretty much as well um, now he has to make the right selection obviously in that race but still Stays. He's, he's the world hurdle favourite and they'll have so many handicappers lined up like Modus is one I just clocked this morning now not particularly well in but still they will have so many handicappers um, 
McManus is 7-2 on to be the top trainer at, or top owner at Cheltenham and Barry Garrity There's is 11-4 to be top there, isn't there, yeah. you know like yeah, I just think and it's and the, the reason for that price differential is that Barry's got some very difficult decisions difficult decision in a champion possibly a difficult decision maybe not as difficult in a stay as he's going to have a difficult decision in a triumph difficult mm. decision in a supreme and I won't, but like if Charlie Parks goes for the supreme he rides Deffy in the tripe mm-hmm. that's two possible winners Possible winners, yeah. You know what I mean, Harry. Mm. Should be winning, mm. really. How, how odds on is Ruby? Ruby is uh, four to seven. Okay. He yeah, has. It's harder now yeah. to count out Ruby's winners. If York Hill goes for the yeah. JLT, he'll have three in my mind. He lost the. They lost the bumper favor as well. Which yeah. He wouldn't have been on. Anyway. He wouldn't have been on anyway. But yeah, like you know, like the, the horses are dropping there. William Mullins won't have much for the handicap. Might have one for the Martin Pipe as he always does, but he won't have much else for. for for the handicaps yeah, he's had one handicap chase winner last year no. if we're sitting here this time last year we could have reeled out could have given you five maybe and so gone, this one this one this one this one could have taken a whiteboard yeah, out and filled it with yeah. <laughs> the Mento Ruby winners but not yeah. this so time I just think 11-4 to 4 on Barry Garrity is overs for me and um, I will be uh, I've had a good go and I probably will have another good go then good uh, well, the only ones I was going to shout I've mentioned before they're the same horses Southfield Royale <laughs> if he goes in the uh, you've heard this before sometime yeah well yeah. we were both all over him that day and he just didn't yeah, well, fairness. I wouldn't hold that a, against him he had a young lad on him race didn't start well and he had no chance then yeah. Um, yeah. and that's that's just the way it went what has happened from that I think he's gone down six pounds Yeah. so he's off about one four one for the old team eh? he'll lap them in the old team if he, win, if, yeah. if he goes and he went a blinder so in Neil that Holland, four last year Neil Mulholland I know you're a regular listener to this podcast <laughs> um, there is the race for you don't be, don't be dabbling with the Kimmy that's all the time yeah. and the other one is uh, oh god that Lanzarote form looks rock solid I thought he got the the ride of um, a horse that was just testing waters and making sure that he's going to get home and he'll get home Yep. so I like him for the coral and uh, I think they're both very nicely overpriced so all over them Grand National Weights came out um, Dermo let's talk about that tweet you sent by the way please at the Grand National Weights um, we've got to address this because were, were you actually there? <laughs> I wasn't it was you a weren't there so I'm assuming then you live streamed it did you? I live streamed it uh, yeah, uh, yeah straight and, uh, from um, alternative quotes is what I'll call them um, <laughs> it was a joke clearly uh, some do, you people... to, do you want to tell us what you said uh, Gordon Elliott might have shouted at Phil Smith? Gordon Elliott apparently now I started this with apparently because in uh, as we all know in journalism if you start with apparently or uh, according to sources you're clear. you can write whatever you want you're clear yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so <laughs> I wrote apparently that uh, Gordon Elliott stood up and said that uh, you know Mega Fortune sends his regards and then he told Phil Smith to F off because uh, the second um, Outlander was given top weight he immediately stood up and told him <laughs> not really now, now I think he did I, say that I was being sarcastic because of the abuse Phil Smith gets over everything uh, yeah, he does I'm away, I'm away. and um, Dean Ryan in all his uh, his wisdom yeah. and brightness thought that despite the fact that I was in work the following morning that I was over in Liverpool or I was over there at the um, at the weight launch oh, uh, good Chris. god yep yeah, uh, Dean wasn't the only one. To be fair, I think there was a few people that might have <laughs> might have yeah. taken the two. Seemed to caught a little bit Not of fire me. on Twitter. Like it, it was a joke. Yeah, it, was it, a joke. Did, it didn't bang. But let's let's hope he did say that because it's quite funny. Yeah. Are, we, are, we, are we kicking on here with the Grand National Weights? Yeah, yes, go on. We are. Um, Chris, How is Allery so getting eleven stone for? Because he's a monster. Uh, in what a, world? In 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 France. Uh, we're not even in France. No, we no, he's going two races out of fourteen in France. Uh, I'm I'm only having a joke, but I, I I really can't see how that horse gets eleven stone four to to run on the national. How about the game changer uh, in can't, the weights? Can't, ru- can't can't run, can't jump. So uh, yeah, 
There's one to lay if you have the money. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah I mean, his though? two starts in England so far pulled up and fell. So bad fall. He may not as even. Well, yeah, yeah, it was a bad. Yeah, it was bad. He fall. may not even pitch up there. As a few of these will not. So you cross Outlander off the top. He got top weight. So Champagne West going to top weight, which I, I think he's very entitled to take his chance. Very he is. Entitled. Aren't they thinking to go cup with him though? Aren't they? Yes, but you can take him both. Um, He'd be a kind of horse that would suit that. I mean, he'll run well in the Gold Cup on bad ground too. Yeah, it's more of staying with him because, I mean, Hobbs never had him down as a stair. He was running over two and a half miles with him. So yeah, it's I think they interesting. Did, I think they did think he could develop in a Gold Cup horse. So maybe they're, you know, going out and trip down the line. But anyways, with the Bromhead, and he, he looks like he'll carry top weight if they do. He'll jump well anyway. We know that. Yeah, um, we heard, I think, today that Don Polly is not going to go and he was top of the market. Yeah, he probably won't go. He's trying to, trying, or... Eddie O'Leary is throwing the, the well, that run that run in the gold cup that run in the gold cup of the weekend I thought he had to do donkey work which is not really his job and I thought I thought he ran another cracking race so they've got him freshened up wherever he turns up with a chance I think I will be back in Don Polly if he ran in that yeah, kind of I, I would have taken Carlingford Lock rather than Don Polly that race the weekend just mm. wants to stay I think just wants to stay forever yeah, Carlingford Lock's running out of road um, though isn't he yeah he yeah, is absolutely like, so this yeah. is probably it he would probably be Hunter Chase um, next year I'd say yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's, 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 some, there's some of the top weights can you pick something out that got a weight that you'd be happy with and uh, is a fair price I've come down to three I'll pick one you dope right? try cast um, no, give us all three so <laughs> yeah of course of course, course. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. how I always attack this race is I pick my shortlist so it's six this time yesterday I'm down to three if one of them not run because I only ever back two horses in the Grand National that's that's my rule uh, first of all Manila Rocco off 11-2 uh, would want to see him run at Cheltenham and run maybe well somewhere at least jump around nice quiet ride somewhere but um, mm-hmm. jump around finish the race I think 11 to zone 2 he's already run over 4 miles um, I think he's every chance in the Grand National I'd be amazed if he got round on the old national fences but he'll get round it yeah the only thing is the form I suppose the last two races pulled up and Fell. Yeah, he or, fell sorry, when he was he going to. And fell, he so. fell when he was pushing many yeah. clouds all the way. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I wouldn't be. Can't argue with I that. just need him to finish a race before I could touch him. Yeah. Uh, of ten stone eight, I think Cause of Causes is very well in. Um, has won over four miles. Is a cracking horse. Uh, he just knows how to win. He peaks around springtime. He could be pitch perfect. And it? ten stone eight is just he's yep. thrown in. And in the last one, Look Gordon Elliott sends Phil Smith a nice little card for that one actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah but you're. He won't get tanks for it anyway. Um, and uh, one for Arthur of 10 stone, six as well, I think, could be thrown in. He looked like he uh, just landed there in the um, in the better chase. Beat your chase. He did. Beat Two you. out. And, um, but cause of causes, a 33 to one would be my bet, Dean. Yeah. Um, the one I shout like that. Yeah, I, I think so as well. You can't really disagree with any of that. Look, I, I don't know how to go about this. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Grand National. Um, I think pretty much everybody I know knows that. Uh, for various reasons, uh, including last year when Rule the World won and Twitter, Facebook and everything was full, or was, was full with women because it was the name of Take That Song, Gone Mad. Um, <laughs> kind of turns me off a bit. Uh, for various other reasons as well, including not having a winner ever. Um, but the one I took out was Fox Rock ran well the weekend I thought um, uh, it's on the three timer now gets in on for 10 stone 12 uh, decent prices around as well getting in around 30 trees 40 something like that uh, hopefully Katie get a, would get a quiet ride around uh, 
I think she wrote the track for she wrote Sea Bass there before. Really done, well, yeah. Done nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, that that's the pick for me. The only other thing I had to say was how Allery got eleven stone four, but I've covered that. <laughs> well, if anyone pops and, into, and I don't like the rest. Yeah, if anyone pops into Odds Checker, two of the most backed horses at the top of their list apparently are Manila Rocco and Fox Rock for the Grand National. So judges. Plenty of people not too far away from that. That could be the five or each way we um, had on it this morning though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's one horse there's one horse in this list and um yeah, you know, I haven't had a bet in the Grand National, but there is one horse in the list that I think I forgot about because we talked about him a couple of times on this pod. We even spoke to his jockey, um, who hadn't ridden him on the track yet and still hasn't. A Phelan's boy is an RSA winner in there of ten six. And if he's Yeah, okay, I put I, I actually sent that yard two of us set put it up in that WhatsApp group at the exact same time with him. Um, he's 40s. Like, really interesting. He's 40s. Uh, he definitely have a run now because they may Although be, the jockey we spoke to won't be riding him anyway, whatever uh, happened there. No, no, I know that. I know that. But they were, <laughs> they were very, very keen that this horse had everything still left in him. So they've had niggles. But, you know, a lot of these horses will be thinking, get a good Grand National weight and then go to war. So they've missed engagements. What's, now they can go and do that. What's yeah. Rebecca Curtis's record like in the Grand National? I can't think of anything. T for two was close. T for two was close. Yeah, it's a good show. T for three. Sorry, T for three. Okay. T for two would, would stroll around there. T for two would definitely <laughs> <laughs> Actually, not bad. I take it back. Uh, Le, Me- <laughs> Le, Mer- Le Mercury, who ran uh, really well behind Native River, obviously, the weekend. That's at 33s for Paul Nichols. Like, I'm sure that's going. And uh, South Sleet at Sunrise, if you want something really dark, it's got some lovely staying form in there, like third to the Young Master and a Bet365. You can get massive prices about that as well. So I picked them out of the weights. You know, it used to be the Grand Ash used to be able to draw a line at 11 stone and something to win underneath it, not anymore. So. Yeah. No, it's become like every handicap, really, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah, just, it's become a show. Piece for a grade one animal, nearly. Yeah, yeah, I used to like finding plodders with nice weights, but that doesn't work anymore. So, um, let's move on to the weekend that's coming up because obviously Saturdays will keep coming before Cheltenham. They get a little bit weaker uh, each time, I, I think. Shall we kick off with a Grand National trial? Yeah, we certainly will. Um, Black Line, if. It, if he jumps around and if they sorted out whatever problem he had in the Hennessy, he will take all of the beating. It was but a race after that as well, like when he, he stopped as if shot when he looked like he was going to go and... Yeah, that's it, exactly. Race. So, yeah. I, I'm guessing wind. That was Ascot, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm, yeah. Ge- I'm guessing wind with him because I thought he was now. Yeah, because we day. actually know, I think we both napped him that week. Uh, they, they had the, uh, has the horse had the up? I don't know. We don't know, sure. They don't, don't have to okay. announce yeah, yeah, okay. tell you, but okay, okay. if it's wind sorted. That'd be a nice thing to have in form, wouldn't it? Oh, no, they, they, they really should have to tell you when they've been some, yeah. some trainers just writing their blogs and, and put it out there, and, of some, course, yeah. and some don't bother. I mean, the likes of Jur Lines on Facebook always puts up this horse's yeah, had a breeding just, operation. Yeah, yeah. And, until you make it a rule. Yeah. Up to them. Um, I think Black Line takes all the beating, but I'm not convinced he wants an extreme test like this. Um, I thought that RSA form from last year is highly questionable. And. Um, I just think he's very small. I just don't think he's a Grand National horse at all at all. Uh, the one I'm interested here is Vintage Clouds of 136. He was third behind Bristol de Mai and, or he, he was going to be third behind Bristol de Mai and Otago Trail when he crashed out. He's clearly okay for that because he's um, he's in this. Uh, Sue Smith has already jacked up Brian Hughes. Uh, Sue Smith's horses don't stop. They run very well at Haydock. They're just pure stamina-laden horses. And I think off 136, I think he's absolutely thrown Indian. Okay. And I think he'll uh, he'll go very, very close. At 8-1, to one, I think it's a whopping price. Yeah, decent price. Uh, Chris, I, I'm amazed you haven't mentioned a horse in the National that thing had a weight yeah, is, is likely to run in it's this. It's all linked in here. It's, it's all linked in here, Dean. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm ready to go. So um, I'm not amazed anymore. Yeah. <laughs> So I obviously like Gasoline Boy here. Hey. Um, yeah. I'm a big fan of this horse. I, I I think he's won one or two 
big runs in him. I really do. He's he's getting eight pound here from Blackline. Yeah. Um, I think he's in off a good weight. He jumps well. Um, don't think he's ever fallen. Um, he, to give to back, he does have to give vintage clouds eight pounds, but I like this horse. I think he lobs along and he just he jumps well. He definitely stays. Doesn't have to turn a foot. Abs- but it, it, it's, it's going to be heavy ground to Haydock so it's that's going to be heavy ground yeah. he'll love that yeah. Um, yeah. he'll absolutely eat that up um, I, I I give him a bit of an outside chance I think he's around 8 or 10 to 1 or something like that he's 12 isn't he 12s yeah um, I'd, I don't think I'll have a bet uh, but uh, I'd be more watching it but I um, I, I, I like asking he's one of those you wouldn't call well handicapped but you could just see him no. staying and staying and staying and staying. he just stays forever yeah. so yeah. yeah that's the one for me Dean Okay, okay. I'm a black line man, but um, I can't, I can't touch him till I see him finish a race, and then yeah. I'll probably have a, a pop at him another day. And it's remarkable because first time I ever seen him uh, jump fences. I think I was, I was sending out emails to uh, to people about racing at the time, and I think the line I used was, "If that ever makes a chase, I'll give the game up." So still here. He didn't right. say true to his word at all. Yeah. On the day of Cheltenham, when when he won the RSA, I think I put in there. Uh, I seem to remember saying this, and I quoted the line, and I said the intensive schooling is wet for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was a great race. I see that RSA. I said Gertine was going to make into an Arkle horse. So what do we yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. Hey, if you don't have what opinions, no. then you'll never be right. Exactly. Um, and, or wrong. Or wrong. So, yeah. Or often wrong. Um, yeah. yeah. Ascot Chase. Um, we could see Q card. Yeah. Two words. Q card wins. Uh, Tag went to Soul Beats and we made That's three words, but yeah. Yeah, three, yeah, three, three words. Yeah, Q Card's going to go for this race the weekend uh, and then go to the Gold Cup. It's yeah. as simple as that. That's it. Um, I haven't got much to say about this race. No, we Q-Card. move on past it. Yeah, Tag Soul is interesting just to see for the Ryanair esque, but. Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah, Q Card beats him. I'm assuming that cuts up. Even, we, ha- we haven't given him a mention yet, uh, but Noel Hayes. Big fan of Tackling the Soft. Oh, we know. Oh, that. sure. He put him up for the the car. No, I'm not saying he's backed him for a weekend or anything like that. No, no. He was on about what was the deal? Was that October? He said, yeah, he said that and a hair's breadth would be first and second in a Coral Cup. So we'll hold him to that because it's going to come off badly. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reynolds Town Chase. Um, yeah, our camp for a very impressive last day, and uh, you know it was weak the time before when it didn't win, and then and then and then goes in this time round. So Reynolds Town Chase. Um, yeah. Absolutely perfect. Uh, I like label as Obondis. Uh, it's a five to one bet for me, definitely. Under three lengths behind American at Exeter. Um, I just think generally he's been holding a very decent level of form. This is not a very strong race. Our Kemper is not very good. Big bad John slipped up last time. You forgive that. And Fletcher Flyers in here, but I'd be more interested if they look after his old Mark Dean going to Chatham. But uh, label as Obo at five to one for sure for me. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, I didn't really pick anything out of this one, so I'm I'm happy to stick with uh, I'm happy to stick with with Dermot. Yeah. Okay, let's skip over then to the Kingwell, an opportunity for Yanworth to, uh, well, I'm assuming go for the champion hurdle. Um, you can sense my disappointment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. Stop I, it. I I love um I love Irving. Um, for this. No, <laughs> don't think it'll win. Had a good chat with Dermot there. Irvin uh, yeah, seems to run best uh, fresh. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think his, I can no, disagree. He's with word that he only runs well fresh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. He's okay, had his champion hurdle okay. already, Irving. I mean, he's going to keep yeah. running, but that was his day, you know. Yeah, I'm a um, big fan of the horse. I don't know why. I, he's a horse you'd love to own, but he's yeah. just he's one of those. 
Yeah, lucky Anwar twins. We talked a lot about Sky Royale at the start of the season, who looked very tidy, and Chitabello is um, is well up for running the big race. So I'd, I'd love to see Anwar just struggle home and go for the stairs. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, that's yeah, we know you'd enjoy exactly that what you're hoping yeah. for. But yeah. um, if he struggles home in this, he's not even good enough for the uh, for the stairs hurdle. Jeski will be in action at Goran Park in the Red Mills hurdle, and possibly I think limiting Sutton Place engaged there. Are they both likely to take on yeah. Jetski? And if they do, what will happen? Sutton Place will go for the Boyne hurdle on Sunday at Navin. That's uh, also, yeah, that's yeah he won't go for this. I can't see JP putting the two of them in. So Jeski's sure. got a bit of a penalty kick then. Jeski is uh, Limini has to give him two pounds. Rashan has to give him eight pounds. Yeah, um, <laughs> that's nice. Like you know, like if Jeski doesn't win this, you, you like you're not talking about the stairs. You're talking Jeski can have a big retirement. Fire like. You're talking about retirement here. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't win, Jeski's still only nine years of age as well. I, it yes. just feels like the horse spin around forever. One yeah, sure. Won his, um, his last three or four races. Turned that well, really hot like, supreme behind Champagne Fever yeah. and my tenter yours. I think there's a little bit more to come from Limini. Um, yeah, yeah, there co- will be, yeah. Co- couple, couple of bad runs, obviously, since winning in Cheltenham. Um, Would I you just, call them bad runs? Yeah, no, sorry. Upting, upting the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right I, I, absolutely. I, just, yeah. I have a sneaky feeling that there's just a little bit more to come from, from her. Um, well, she's um, no easy stuff. Uh, she needs about three, back, three so. stone of improvement to get yeah, into this. Unfortunately, um, for this context. Yeah, yes. no, I, I understand, but uh, I, I, it's one to watch anyway. Obviously, Jesky's probably not going to be a price, um, but I, I just, I, I'm more interested in looking at Limini here and seeing. And Question then: Jetski goes champion or stays home? I, I think JP throws everything at the champion, and just yeah. relies on Harry. It's the year to do it. Just. Yeah, I think I, uh, I concur with that. Like, I, I can't see anything. He loves the champion hurdle. He'll just yeah. throw everything at it. Jeski has to go champion for me. Yeah, has to. Regardless of what he does with his other horses, yeah. he's got a champion hurdle winner top of the top of the tree already. Yeah, in the current. Even forgetting Yammer. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm not forgetting Yammer. <laughs> just, just not putting them in the pit. Again, without without horses like Hurricane Fly, like Jeski's form is unbelievable. Yeah, um, he's the best horse in that champion hurdle on on yeah. what we've seen, and is in form and fit. And if it wins at the weekend, deserves to have another go. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Flying Bolt Novice Chase is at Navan on Sunday. Um, Demo, your favourite horse in training goes in this. <laughs> We're only uh, talking about this. Arkle winner, Arkle winner, future Ryanair winner, possibly if it went out and trip could win a gold cup. Identity Thief going to win on Sunday. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, heartbroken with this horse, uh, but uh, look. He's had a problem jumping. Uh, he's not going to make it into an Arkle winner like I thought. But his first two runs, even how excited David Mullen sounded by him that day on the podcast, Dean, he just thought he was... Like I, I said to uh, David Mullins that day, was Identity Thief as good as he looked? And all David Mullen said was, he was even better. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, he was. He gave him that good of feel. It was the min race, wasn't it? Just jumping with the pot. Jumping with the pot, he just hasn't kind of been right since. Um, and it, look, it happens. He's a very young horse. Um, I hope he bolts up in this, but he's up against Ballyushin. This isn't a very easy race either. Really Ballyushin could be anything. No, it's not. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ballyushin could be anything. So uh, I'd love to see him come back with a win and then maybe hold him off and try and catch one of those two mile novices. Then yeah, yeah. In the spring, as as bad as Identity Thief has uh, has been, it, it's the one to beat in the race for me. Yeah. Uh, the betting would suggest so yeah the betting well, says like that it's 4 well. to 5 I yeah. think something like that it is 5 um, to 4 on something around that but I've no big opinion on this one um, but again I'll watch uh, well I suppose Dermot will be watching with his eyes closed now but yeah um, in behind the couch in behind the couch yeah. I really want to see Bally O'Sheen again I've seen enough identity he was class yeah. I want to see Bally O'Sheen and see what that can do um, 
Yeah, yeah. okay. Ten up novice is always a good race. And in there you've got the likes of Acapella Bourgeois, um, Annabelle Fly, Ed Wolf's in there, Jetstream Jack, Haymount. Um decent contest this. I, I sent um a text a couple of weeks ago um to a friend about Acapella Bourgeois. Yeah. It's a horse I'd absolutely adore to own. Mm. And the reason being every time the horse runs gives it absolutely everything leaves nothing behind uh, every time they run uh, Sandra Hughes good trainer I really like the horse probably a bit of a like Annabelle Annabelle flies obviously a proper a proper horse I just I really like Acapella Bourgeois probably now at the stage where it's reached its potential um, however I'd, I'd, I'd give it a, I'd give it a squeak in Navin on, on, on Sunday in the 10 up novice yeah yeah yeah, I um, is that's a race I'm not going to punt in for sure. Annabelle Fly wins that. You think? Yeah, yeah, market leader anyway. Good yeah. race. I really like that card actually. It's the last kind of. It's the last hurrah for yeah, it is. for a while. It's it the is. last yeah. dance. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. last yeah. dance. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, anyone want to mention any other races before we ask for a few naps of the weekend? Dapper Thames Hurdle at Haydock yeah. on Saturday looks an absolute belter. Yeah, Call to Order at the moment is a five to one favorite. Uh, you're then looking at the likes of Alpati's son is back in this now. His his chasing career has been horrific, so he could be interesting. But again, like a lot of people, Dean, I don't like a horse going back over hurdles this close, especially into handicaps. Um, having said that, I'm 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 probably going to back Boo right there for the champion hurdle. So I'm a man of contradictions. Um, <laughs> but um, I mean, like Zarkan, there's twelve to one for the pretense handicap hurdle. Like, if they actually want to go down this route with him, he could be absolutely thrown in. I know his age and everything else, but Sarkander could, could be very interesting. It's just a cracking race. I see Tony Martin has about 25 entered. Um, <laughs> and it's one of those races I'd just be very interested in watching. I wouldn't have an opinion beforehand, but if one of Tony Martin's or somebody else like that happened to run on for um, fourth or fifth, all of a sudden you're looking at them then for the triumph because even the likes of Tio's charm is in this and everything else it's a really hot race and it could be very informative for uh, for Cheltenham Day. okay yeah I didn't really pick out much of again I have an app for you but um, there's just one thing I want to get on a big friend of the of the race our own Duffy he's getting married this year so we want to give him a shout out uh, he did go to buy the wine for a wedding during the week however he got the cheap bottles because he's having so much each way in Chains Hill in the Sayers so um, <laughs> we had to give him a mention priorities yeah. priorities yeah I think he's done it the right way but he's, he, he's basically got a couple of bottles of poison and spent all the money on Chains every male listener is sitting at home Sayers. nodding his head and every female yeah. listener is horrified yeah hopefully his, his wife to be is not listening yeah please God yeah. Well, let's send her a link <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, good luck to uh, to Owen. All the very best. Uh, also, I should mention I'm uh, hosting a preview night in the Goat for UCD on the 22nd of February. If you want to come down and heckle me from the rafters, you're more than welcome. Uh, nap time, lads. Uh, yeah, my nap will be Vintage Clouds. I think uh, very well in off, and uh, eight to one is a big price for a horse who will not stop. So I've been abused. Uh, since the last time I've been That's on, it's a different about, podcast, Chris. About, yeah, <laughs> about, about the nap I given the last time. Uh, so last time I think I threw out Adam Kirby to have a winner over the weekend. Uh, so I'm going to give that again. 
plus well done I'm well a done. big I'm a big fan of um, big fan of Bally Casey who goes in the 155 in Gowron on Sunday in the Red Mill chase yeah. uh, oh, you don't want your head examined don't you no Bally Casey yeah. just look it's a grey yeah I do yeah, yeah. I do like a grey as well yeah we, we, we understand that <laughs> if Adam Kirby ever goes grey haired he'd really want to watch himself around Christmas yeah 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 <laughs> big, imagine Adam big, Kirby riding a grey three mile chase <laughs> big, big honest horse love so Bally Casey bust. four to five four to six something around then nailed on Nailed no, on. Absolutely. Yeah. Love that, Chris. Yeah. Love that. Um, I wanted to nap Black Lion. I can't. Okay. So I won't. Well, who are you giving us? I like all the short ones. I I, I actually think this could be a weekend where I don't get involved. <gasps> Vintage Slows would probably be the only race I'd get involved. I, I like Demo Shout and Vince Krauss. I do. I really do. I was at Cheltenham when Tour de Champs won in that race, and I think he'll run really well as well. They've and Robbie Dunn has picked him over... Reading the Beauchamp, which I know is very interesting. That's a horse he loves. Yeah. Bit bit of advice I'd give for punting this weekend is abs- save your money for Cheltenham. We're three and a half weeks out now, guys. Yeah, we, we are. And don't bother punting. I just put it on Barry Yardy to be top jockey. Or you can do that, but but do think that it's it's three and a half weeks out and save your cash up. Okay, I think that's good advice. The short ones this weekend: Yamworth, Q Card, Jet Ski. Like they're not getting beat. Annabelle. Annabelle maybe I wouldn't throw that one in but you can yeah um, yeah, I wouldn't throw it in no but I mean they're not getting beat there's some cracking horses on display you've been listening to the Race Hour podcast brought to you with our friends at Bet Bright. thanks very much to Disco Reed and also to Dermot Nolan and to Nico de Boivre, who joined us if Altier and Duvan ever race there could be war in here Open ditches, two plane fences to jump, and he's now six or seven lengths ahead. Traffic fluid and Fox Norton together in second and third. Second last, and Altior up and over safely. And he is now sauntering down to the final obstacle, and he's ten lengths clear. Fox Norton in second place. Traffic fluid is tied. He's currently the back marker. Altior, awesome round of jumping here. Touches down fifteen lengths clear, and is just strolling away with this. He's miles clear from Fox Norton in second place. What a steeplechaser this is going to be. Altior then four from four over fences, not seriously challenged.